everybody, welcome to Time Out with DJ Falcon. It's your boy DJ Falcon saying what's up, everybody. Uh, today we're going to um uh, doing a show, uh, to review uh Sunday's loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, up on the up on the show, I have um my buddy Matt Haynes is with me. Uh, also, um, got Brock Hurd coming. On, uh, he's on the show as well. Uh, so both of those guys, everybody, please, you know, give your hands up for Brock Hurd. Um, and my producer Matt Haynes. Hey there, everybody. Um, Brock. Hey, how, how's everybody doing? Um, pleasure to be on the show today, DJ Falcon. I appreciate you having me um, back on the show once again. No problem, man. No problem. So, Brock, I'm gonna discuss this, man. Okay, so you, um, you, 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 uh, calling the game uh, Sunday against the Chargers, um. You know, for the you know the Falcons and the Chargers game, you were calling that game with Fox. So, what 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 stood out to you with the Falcons? You noticed in that game that uh was a big factor in them losing that uh ball ball game. What what stood out to me was um you know obviously the, the Falcons did not have Julio Jones on the field, and that hurts a lot for any you know when your star receiver or your star playmaker um any position is, is not on the field, you know it hurts you um offensively or defensively, and for the Falcons, Julio Jones not being on the field, you know so that that let you know the Chargers kind of lock in, lock in a little bit on Calvin Ridley, who did have his you know he had his catches and he he did burst around you know for some yards and um he had a good day um and you know when Matt Ryan did a good job of finding him when he was open and everything, but um, uh, I, again, you know the the team could not get the run game going, and uh, we saw Todd Gurley early in the game, but we didn't see him late in the game too much, and so that's another thing. This is the second straight week now where the Falcons have been, uh, you know, Todd Gurley's in the game early, and then they take him out. Um, so I'm starting to think whether that knee is bothering him so much to the point where he just can't play a full game. If that's the case, and the Falcons do cannot, you know, cannot consider bringing him back next season um because you just can't have your main guy if he's going to be your main guy just not playing full games you know and you expecting to get a good ground game going and your main running back is not playing and you know these other guys are now they're great back they're good backs no no question about it they're they're skilled players otherwise you know there wouldn't be an nfl but Edo smith and brian hill you know those guys aren't gonna you know todd Gurley is the guy um that's what you brought him here to be um so <laughs> Uh, I don't quite understand why the team is not implementing him the way that they should. Um, and another thing, you know, that stood out to me was, uh, you know, defensively the Falcons played for decently well. Um, you know, they were they were now the Chargers were running a lot of screens. Uh, you know, something I mentioned on the call uh, on the game. You know, the Chargers were running a lot of a lot of screens, a lot of screens, and they were trying to get because the Falcons are a fast flowing defense. So they're trying to get that those aggressive, fast Falcon def- defensive players to, um, you know, just to come up and. Um, uh, just come out of their gaps and come up so fit so fast and then you know and and, and uh fill the space uh fill the void where they uh recently were um and that's what the charges were doing with the screens and the draws and they because the Falcons are so aggressive and they like to come up and blitz and things like that so they get so so they're um the charters are going to that empty space in the field um and they and that's why they they attack the Falcons defense um and, you know and and, and I mean you know, um, Matt. Now Matt Ryan did not. I think Matt Ryan. He, uh, 
you don't help your team when you throw three interceptions. Um, you know, you some one of them we you know, he threw in the double coverage, you know, that's he's got he he can't do that. You know, I know you trust your receiver, you trust your best guy, but sometimes you just never throw in a double coverage. Never, never throw in a double coverage. I know this as a quarterback, I played high school, college, and I played so many in the NFL. Um, you, you you never throw in a double coverage. Um and you know, second interception was just a great play by a veteran guy in Jahel Adai. Um he made a great play on the ball and he I don't blame that one too much on Matt Ryan. Um he just made a great play and he read Matt's eyes and he knew where he was going with football. He jumped the route and got the interception. Um, third interception was on Matt, was on Matt Ryan. He underthrew it. Uh, he thrown off his back foot. You're never going to make a good pass thrown off your back foot. He's a veteran guy. He's been in the league 13 years. You should know better than that. He's Matt Ryan knows better to make a pass like that. Um, so that little things like that. And, you know, and the Falcons just, I mean, at, you know they've been eliminated from playoff contention officially. Um, so now at this point, if you're the Falcons, um, the way you attack the rest of the year is, you know, I, now people want to say tank and do all this stuff. No, I, I don't believe you should do that. I think for the Falcons, your thing should be go out there and just play. Go out there and play. You're playing for your jobs at this point. You're not playing for anything but anything greater than that. Um, but go out there and play for for your jobs and you know your family. Go go out there and do that um, and play for them. Um, because that's the only reason you're playing at this time right now. You're not playing for the playoffs or anything like that. You know, the, the, these last three games of the year, just go out and play. Um, whatever happens, happens. Um, and so that's all I have to say about that. Thank you, Brock Hurd. And uh, if I could implant my um, opinion here, yeah, I agree with you. The Falcons uh, offensively, you know, again, uh, there was more – had a bounce towards the pass in the run and we saw tall girly earlier but we didn't see him after that and i think you know dirt cutter dirt cutter's got to do a better job i mean this this doesn't make sense it's the second year um he's been offensive coordinator for the atlanta falcons and and it's and it's kind of the same the same thing from last year I've, i'm seeing the same the same things you know the reason why i want the falcons offensively are not you know is where they should be even though they are good right now in the league from where they sit respectively they could be so much better um it's because the teams are so i mean that our offense is so predictable so teams know we're going to run we're going to do this and that we're going to do this and that here we're going to do this on this particular down and this on this particular down um and so because of that then we're not able to surprise the defense and you know they know what we're going to do and they're able to stop it easily um which is why we're having to punt and do all these things you know and and, and how all these drives stall out especially when we get down the red zone we just can't for some reason right now the falcons cannot find a way to score in the red zone um and and, and have, i love young white he's a great guy great kicker but i i it's not good when you have to see your kicker out there 95 percent of the time kicking field goals that's not that's not how you win football games in this league um you know, you have to score touchdowns and then maybe win, have a field goal to win the game. That's how you win. But you don't win just by kicking field goals. That's, if that's where your points are coming from, you've got a problem. Um, and the Falcons have had this problem for many years now. And, you know, and I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I expect more, much more better. Um, and hopefully the new general manager coming in will, you know, will decide what they're going to do with um, uh, Dirt Cutter and uh Raheem Morris, and uh, if they want to take a new direction, you know, even with Matt and Julio, if they're out, um, you know, that's going to be completely up to uh, the new general manager. Uh, Arthur Blank said he's not taking any decisions with that, and he's going to leave it up to new general manager. New, you know, so however that goes, that goes. Yeah, I agree, guys, and uh, I honestly think you know I think it's time for Matt Ryan and Julio Jones to, to get out of Atlanta. Um, you know, and I, I love both of those guys, but 
at, you know, this, I mean, Julio, he's not playing right now. He's he's not looking like his usual self. He's not playing. He's hurt. This You have to get him out of Atlanta. You have to. And, I mean, it's just be- it's just the best thing for the Falcons. You got to take a whole new direction, a clean slate. That's what the Falcons need, a clean slate. A clean slate, I think, will be the best thing for the Falcons right now. Um, you know, and just head in a new direction. Um, I think it would be the best option for them specifically. Um, so with that being said, other other news today, guys. So um, you know, it's Monday night football tonight. You got the Browns and Ravens. That should be a good game. You got the Ravens at seven and five, and you got the Browns at nine and three, I believe. So it's gonna be a good one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the yeah. I mean, this is going to be a good game, and uh, the guys on ESPN will have that call for you guys at eight o'clock Eastern time. Um, you know, um, Brian Greasy and uh, Lewis Riddick and the guys will have that call for you. But this game is going to be very interesting because if the Ravens win this game, then they'll they will uh, tie the Dolphins at eight five with the uh, and um, possibly get the last spot. That that seventh spot in the um in the playoffs, um so and if the Browns win, the Baltimore will go to seven six. Then somebody might jump them in. I don't know specifically how the how that uh, all that's gonna work. Um, I'm not good with all the numbers and everything. I have to look it up and do the math myself. But from what I do know, naturally in my head, you know, just this is a very important game for each team. Um, so whoever's gonna whoever wants it wants it the most. Whoever comes out and plays the hard out and wants it the most is physical and, and and they're just imposing their will on the team. That's the team that's gonna that is the team that's going to win this game. Um that is the team that's going to win this game. The most physical team, the team that's gonna come out and be aggressive and you know and impose the will on the other team and score points and defend well. That is going to be your winner of this ballgame. I don't think you can I don't think there's any other way around it. I mean, um so for the Browns, you know, Baker Mayfield, he's he's having a decent year. Um, no doubt he's having a great year. Um, and, and you know, the Ravens have quite struggled this year. Not the same team that went 13-3 last year, um, you know, going all the way to the AFC um, divisional round, losing to the Titans. Um, so this is not that team, um, you know, different. Some guys are left, you know, and um, you know, the guys will come in. And, you know, it's just it doesn't look like the same energy and same ball club that we saw last year from these Baltimore Ravens where Lamar Jackson was the MVP um, of that season. And so got to see more of the Ravens coming forward and moving forward. And um, and they have any hopes of making a playoff run. It starts tonight here on Monday Night Football at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Brock, I could not have said it my, better myself, man. I could not have said it better myself. I appreciate that, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show with us, man, talking football with us. Um, I uh, hope you enjoy your uh, Christmas break, um, your Christmas, and uh, hopefully you um, will get the big, get uh, talk back with you soon, man. Yeah, thank you. I I, I appreciate you, DJ Falcon. I, I appreciate the uh, opportunity you give me to come on the show and talk football with you guys. I love it. Do it. I do it for a living, so you know, I I don't mind doing that. Thank you, guys. That was Brock Kern, Fox uh, an- analyst for the NFL. Um, great guy. He used to play quarterback in the NFL, high school, college. Um, you know, played with the Seahawks, I think. But um, so that uh. Um, I'm going to cut the show a little bit short today. Um, you know, normally we go around 15 minutes or so, but, you know, I, it's been this busy time with Christmas, everything. Make sure you guys are being careful, um, you know, going out shopping, everything, whatnot. Go, please wear your mask in the stores. Please try to wear your mask. You know, it's just 
Um, you know, keep yourself safe, distance, social distance, everything for the coronavirus. I know the vaccines are getting distributed out. So hopefully, you know, we all can pray for that. We can all pray that those will get out and get to people and uh, heal them of this virus. And, uh, you know, hopefully this virus will go away and life will get back to normal soon. So um, but but that being said, I hope you guys stay safe and enjoy your Christmas. And please, please, please tune in for the next episode of Time Out with DJ Falcon. This is your boy, DJ Falcon, saying peace.